Today's episode of Locked On Eagles is brought to you by the Locked On Fantasy Football Podcast. Winning your league starts with the right data. Vinny Lyer of the Sporting News provides you the edge you need in your fantasy football leagues. Locked On Fantasy Football is a daily podcast all year round, so your fantasy team never fails. Subscribe to the Locked On Fantasy Football Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. You are Locked On Eagles, your daily Philadelphia Eagles podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's going on, Eagles fans? Welcome into another edition of the Locked On Eagles podcast. As always, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Louis DiBiase joining you on this Friday edition of the show. It's episode number two this week of three. Downloaded into your phone when you subscribe to Locked On Eagles Wherever you get your shows, we are available on all platforms. It can be Apple, Google, Spotify, Stitcher, Odyssey, you name it. We are available on all podcast platforms starting back next week, five days a week, Monday through Friday. Eagles training camp starts in just 11 days, less than two weeks away from the start pretty much of the 2021 NFL season for all 32 teams. And we've got you covered right here on the birds all year round daily five days a week, Monday through Friday, today and tomorrow. This ends the off-season portion of the LOE podcast. We are really, really excited to get back to talking about the birds in season, and that starts next week with training camp battles, watching Jalen Hurts, watching all the young guys, watching new head coach Nick Sirianni try to take control of this team and get them back to where they have been the majority of the 21st century, which is being a top-tier football team in the NFL. I'm going to get into Nick Sirianni today. He is the guy I want to talk about. Um, Yesterday we got into, if you missed, or I should say it was on Wednesday, Wednesday's show we got into the rumors about Deshaun Watson. I was going to talk about Nick Sirianni on that show, but then Adam Schefter went on Philadelphia Radio, and then Mike Tannenbaum commented on as well that the Deshaun Watson to Eagles rumors, they're really, really heating up right now. If things go well for Watson in the lawsuit and it is settled and he can play football again in 2021 or even in 2022, Adam Schefter, Mike Tannenbaum, they think the Eagles are going to be the clear front runner to land Deshaun Watson when he eventually is traded from the Houston Texans. So again, if you missed that show, that was on Wednesday. You can check that out on any platform. I was going to that day talk about Nick Sirianni because of the report or the story we saw from former NFL player, former fullback of the Seattle Seahawks. He's now a current media member with NFL Network, Michael Robinson. He was talking about how, and yeah, this is par for the course. When you're an Eagles fan or analyst, you're going to hear a lot about anonymous sources, right? Anonymous players. Well, that continued this week when Michael Robinson said he's been told by anonymous players within the Eagles organization that they question if Nick Sirianni can, quote, truly lead this team. And it's something that I've got to get into because the Eagles, again, as I have said, since 2000, really after the Super Bowl, since 2018, it seems like every single year there are pretty significant quotes from an anonymous player in a negative light about 
either the quarterback, Carson Wentz, about the tight end and Zach Ertz, about Howie Roseman not trading for Jalen Ramsey, right? Remember, it was I think it was always Alshon Jeffrey, but there were the comments about Carson Wentz throwing to Zach Ertz too much in 2018. And then in 2019, there were more comments about Carson Wentz and how, you know, he's just got to, he's got to keep it simple. And then there was the, the issue with Howie Roseman not jumping on Jalen Ramsey and trying to trade for him during the moment where Ramsey got dealt from Jacksonville to Los Angeles. And then, of course, we know the story bashing Carson Wentz's leadership after the 2018 season, that piece in the Philadelphia Inquirer with all those anonymous quotes from these, you know, quote unquote players. I'm not sure. I still kind of doubt the validity of that story, considering how many leaders and significant players put their name to their quotes defending Carson Wentz. But again, the Eagles have a track record with this kind of stuff. And normally, they're not just little petty quotes. They're pretty significant. And I think this one, again, if it's true, is pretty significant that we're only in the month of July. Training camp hasn't even started. And we have players already anonymously bashing their head coach or saying that they doubt if he can lead this football team. Robinson also went on to say he thinks that Sirianni was put in there to be a yes man for Howie Roseman because Doug Peterson would no longer be that for Howie Roseman after he won the Super Bowl and he was done putting up with Jeffrey Lurie and Howie Roseman middling in his affairs, telling him what the offense is going to be like, who's going to play, what coaches are going to be on his assistant staff. Again, because before that, before the Super Bowl win, Doug Peterson It did seem like he was a yes man, at least when it comes to say and personnel, and he probably allowed more to go on with Jeffrey Lurie and Howie Roseman and things that he should control as the head coach because he was a first-time head coach. But then, after we all know what happened last year, Doug Peterson was really done with that kind of stuff at the end of the year meeting with Jeffrey Lurie. Lurie wanted him to come back with a plan to reinvent this offense, and Doug Peterson came back and pretty much said, F you. I'm going to just promote within the staff that I already have. And of course that led to Doug's firing, but um, that is the situation. And so Michael Robinson said he believes that Nick Sirianni, another first time head coach was brought in to be a yes man. So there were some really interesting quotes and I have a lot of thoughts on it and I'm going to get into it today. First off, I don't think number one, that even though these are interesting quotes, and again, this continues year after year to be a thing with the Eagles anonymous sources within the locker room. Um, first off, I don't think though, with that being said, this is like a majority. And I don't even think this is like multiple players that don't like Sirianni that don't believe in him as a coach already. I think that would be way too immature for a player to formulate that opinion. When again, training camp hasn't even started yet. (laughs) Like we have no idea. Even the players like, yeah, they've been around him for a few months. That's not enough to know what kind of coach somebody can be, right? So I don't think this is like a majority opinion. I don't think this is even multiple players that are talking to Michael Robinson. And again, I'll, for me, I'm always somebody who takes more seriously what the leaders say, guys that put their name to the quote. And Lane Johnson quickly, after the story came out, said that this is BS, put the names to it or don't pay attention, right? And those are the guys that I really listen to, the leaders of the football team, the guys that have been through multiple regimes. Lane Johnson has played now, this is his third head coach. He's played for Chip Kelly, Doug Peterson, and now Nick Sirianni. And Lane Johnson has really advocated so far for Nick Sirianni, and he's been a big fan of what Sirianni has done early on in his first season as the head coach of the Philadelphia Eagles. So, Again, I I pay attention more to that kind of stuff. And it feels like to me so far from what I've heard is that 
players really like Sirianni. They love his energy, his attention to detail, his love for the game, and the ability to truly teach the game. You can see how obsessed Nick Sirianni is with teaching the game. So again, although this is something you definitely have to pay attention to, I don't think Michael Robinson is pulling this out of thin air, although it did have to do more so with, he was talking about his opinion, and then he said after that, he followed up with that he's heard inside the locker room, people are doubting Sirianni. But again, I don't think this is a majority opinion. I don't think it's even multiple players. I just think it's too premature to believe that that is the case. Again, training camp hasn't even started. I can't imagine more than one or two players have this belief already. And if they do, it's probably for other motivations. If these players, if there are players truly telling Michael Robinson this, is it really about Nick Sirianni or is it about something else? I think it's about someone else, multiple people. And we'll get into that coming up next right here on this Friday edition of Locked on Eagles. Today's episode of Locked on Eagles is brought to you by betonline.ag. BetOnline is the fastest and the easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Right now, we've got the NBA Finals all tied up at two apiece between the Milwaukee Bucks and the Phoenix Suns. You've got the MLB season. You've got UFC and MMA action, NFL future props, all you need at betonline.ag. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore as this is your chance to get into the game as teams prepare for their run to the Larry O'Brien Trophy, the World Series, and soon the Lombardi Trophy. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today, and you're going to receive your 50% off welcome bonus on your first deposit. That is when you use our promo code LOCKEDON, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, for a 50% off welcome bonus on your first deposit at betonline.ag. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. All right, Eagles fans, welcome back into this Friday edition of your daily Philadelphia Eagles podcast, Locked on Eagles. Again, guys, we do return daily next week, Monday through Friday, five shows a week. So make sure you subscribe to LOE wherever you get your shows. And also, we're always promoting our show and talking about the birds on Twitter. Hit us up at Locked on Birds. My account is at DBASI LOE. I'm getting into the quotes from, quote unquote, anonymous players who told Michael Robinson that, They doubt if Nick Sirianni can truly lead this team. And I got into it in segment one. And at the end of segment one, I talked about how I'm not sure if these players, if this is something they truly believe, I don't know if the motivation is really about Sirianni. Like, is this really about Sirianni, even if somebody told that to Robinson? I think it has way less to do with Sirianni and way more to do with potential loyalty to Doug Peterson and a beef, an issue with Howie Roseman. Because when you look at it, when you look at how things went down with Doug Peterson, with the firing this offseason, just with how this new era started, and considering all these stories in the past few years about the power struggles inside, look, it's hard to BS players. It's hard to BS adults. These aren't 18-year-old players that are naive and aren't looking into the situations. Like It's very hard to BS players when they, especially veterans that have been around the block that know how these things work, that have been with multiple head coaches, multiple front offices, multiple teams in general, they know how the business of the NFL works. They've seen power struggles all the time. They know how contract disputes are. It happens with them as well. So it's really hard to BS players. And it's hard, I'm sure, for the Eagles Like, they can try to spin it in the press conference and talk about how, you know, it'd be a disservice to keep Doug Peterson as the head coach right now since they're moving forward with a long-term rebuild. And, like, again, you can spin it. You can try to spin it to the fans and, you know, through, you know, press releases and through team-controlled interviews and, you know, that kind of stuff. But when it comes to explaining it to the players, 
who battled with Doug Peterson, who won a Super Bowl with Doug Peterson, who nearly made it back to the NFC title the year later with Doug, and then the following year won the division. Again, they went on three runs three years in a row with Doug, who was seen as one of the best head coaches in football for a while. So after one bad year, how the Eagles explain it to the players, I'm sure there's a lot of guys that sat there and said, that's not a good enough excuse for me. That is not a justified reason. And so I still think absolutely there is loyalty still within that locker room to Doug Peterson. That doesn't mean that they don't like Nick Sirianni. It's just that, again, Doug Peterson has a huge, huge influence on this organization, and he always will. He has a statue still outside of him. We'll see if Howie Roseman allows that to stay up in Jeffrey Lurie. I'm not sure if they're going to ever take down the Philly special statue, but I mean, the former head coach has a statue literally outside the stadium. So that is a massive presence still that's going to be there for a while and honestly always will because he is the guy that did what nobody else could do and win a Super Bowl. And this team, although it is a new look team, right, a new quarterback, a lot of young pieces that weren't with Doug during those runs, right? The offense in general really is kind of brand new, but there is a ton of players still. You look at that offensive line, it's still basically the Super Bowl offensive line. You look at the defense as well, Brandon Graham, Fletcher Cox, Derek Barnett. You look at you know Rodney McLeod. You look at the coaching staff still. There's still a lot of guys within the organization that are loyal to Doug Peterson. So that's what I feel like would have been the motivation behind these quotes if, again, this isn't total BS, which sometimes... This, this does smell like BS to me, but again, I don't want to say Robinson is totally making this up. So, But that's what I feel like it's more having to do with a loyalty to Doug, an issue with Howie Roseman, and Howie Roseman's motivation for hiring Nick Sirianni, more so than it is a doubt in Sirianni's ability to coach. Because Howie, again, is the guy that is left standing. And it's hard to just see that and not connect the dots. Because like I said, you can BS, you can try to BS fans, you can try to play the spin doctor, but when it comes to the players that battled with that guy that know Doug Peterson's character, leadership, proven track record, because they were with him, it's, it's hard to spin it. So I'm sure there are still a lot of people in that locker room that while they might like Sirianni's coaching style, they're still not okay with how things went down, which is totally justified. It's only been a few months. And again, Doug Peterson, for the vast majority of his run with the Eagles, there was a lot of success. There was a championship. There were multiple playoff runs, multiple division titles. So that's what I think it is more than anything, if this is real. Louis DiBiase joining you on this Friday edition of Lockdown Eagles. We've got one more segment to get into. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. This episode of Locked On Eagles is brought to you by the best tasting protein bar on the planet by far. It's Built Bar. Built Bar has so many delicious flavors, something for everybody. If you like coconut, we've got coconut, raspberry, mint brownie, double chocolate, salted caramel, orange, cookies and cream, you name it, nine delicious flavors. And best of all, Built Bar is a healthy alternative to your everyday snack, but you wouldn't know it because it's covered in 100% chocolate, but it is. 17 to 18 grams of protein in every bar. Calories range from 130 to 180 and only 4 to 5 grams of sugar 
in every bar. I can get you 15% off today when you head over to built.com when you use our promo code that's locked15, L-O-C-K-E-D-1-5, and you're going to get 15% off your order of the best tasting protein bar that honestly you would think is just a straight up candy bar at Built Bar. All right, Eagles fans, welcome back in. Louis DiBiase wrapping up this Friday edition of the Locked On Eagles podcast, getting into the anonymous quotes potentially from a player or players that said they doubt if Nick Sirianni can truly lead this team. At least that's what Michael Robinson said that he's hearing within the NovaCare complex. In segment two, again, I got into how if that is a real quote, if that's something Robinson is actually hearing, I think the motivation more so has to do with a loyalty to Doug Peterson still, an issue with Howie Roseman and why Howie Roseman hired Sirianni more so than it has to do with actual doubt that Sirianni can be a good head coach. Players can also see, by the way, like they can see what kind of person the Eagles keep hiring as a head coach. And that's what I'm talking about with Howie Roseman's motivation behind bringing in Sirianni and not just Howie Roseman, but we got to keep bringing Jeffrey Lurie into this as well, because you're hearing stories year after year. Lurie's influence is getting more and more hands-on. So players, fans, media, we're all seeing this strategy now. And now that we're learning more what's going on inside, the motivation is starting to switch from Andy Reid up until Nick Sirianni. The Eagles have only hired first-time head coaches, or at least in the, at the NFL level. Chip Kelly, yeah, he was head coach at Oregon, first-time head coach. Doug Peterson, first-time head coach. Nick Sirianni, first-time head coach. Andy Reid, first-time head coach. And I used to give them credit for this, like finding the guy maybe a year or two early before they truly blossom into that top-tier head coach, finding that hidden gem. Like I used to love and give the Eagles so many props for being that kind of team that's not just going for the John Gruden, right? The big name or trying to convince, you know, Bill Cowher, remember that back in the day, or Mike Shanahan to come out of retirement. They find the hidden gems and it's worked. Andy Reid worked. Doug Peterson worked. Even Chip Kelly, yeah, it was a disaster at the end, but the guy was the best head coach in the NFL in 2013. He started his career with the Eagles the first two years with a 20-12 and 12 record. So considering even his early success, this strategy for the Eagles has worked. But it's just hard now, knowing what we know about Howie, about Lurie, about what's been going on. We know about the power struggles with Chip Kelly, with Doug Peterson, even with Andy Reid. Andy Reid and Howie Roseman weren't the best of friends either. It's just hard now to take pride and give them credit for having that philosophy. Again, considering what we kind of know now is the motivation behind it. It's hard not to think that these hires aren't about finding the hidden gem, and it's more about finding a first-year guy, like Michael Robinson said, a yes-man that's going to be okay with the power structure, that's going to be okay with how much power Jeffrey Lurie and Howie Roseman have in things that a seasoned, successful veteran head coach probably wouldn't agree with. It's why, again, I think they keep getting into conflicts with their coaches. And it's also why I'm nervous that even if Nick Sirianni succeeds, is there always, I mean, the question is, is there always going to be a shelf life on these guys? Like if Nick Sirianni finds the success that, I'm not saying he's going to win a Super Bowl, but if he finds the early success that Doug Peterson did, that Chip Kelly did, that Andy Reid did, is he okay? Is going to be okay with, the power structure? Is he going to be okay with things that he's okay with right now? Because again, this is his first run. Is he going to be okay with things that Doug Peterson was okay with in 2016 and 2017? But after that, he was kind of done putting up with it. He thought he had earned the right to have more say, more power, 
and less of Howie and Lurie middling in things. Doug Peterson felt that way. Chip Kelly, the same thing. That's why he became the GM in 2015. He's the only guy that won that power struggle between him and Howie. But when you look at it, you just you look at how it went with Chip, with Andy, more so with Chip and Doug, and you're thinking to yourself, is the same thing going to happen with Sirianni? If he finds success, if he really picks up on how this works to be a head coach in year two, year three, year four, is it all going to stay the same? Is he going to be okay with the way it's set up right now? Because the past two head coaches that found that success early on were not okay with it eventually. And what did that lead to? Both of them were fired for very different reasons, of course, but it kind of started the same way with an issue when it comes to the power setup, front office, coaching staff, ownership, that dynamic. And so that's something I've brought up before. And I just, I really question is the shelf life of Eagles head coaches as long as Howie Roseman is the general manager. It's fascinating, and time will tell, but it's something that, yeah, I think when Robinson brought up the yes-man thing, it's something you definitely have to think about just based on the history of Roseman and Lurie hiring head coaches and the way it ends eventually. Louis DiBiase signing off. This has been your daily Philadelphia Eagles podcast, Locked on Eagles. Thanks so much for tuning in. Again, five episodes a week again starting next Monday. Subscribe to Locked on Eagles wherever you get your shows. Follow us on Twitter at Locked on Birds at DiBiase L-O-E. My co-host, Gino Camilleri, he's back in the show tomorrow. Hit him up on Twitter as well at GC24 underscore football. As always, thank you for downloading. Thank you for listening. And let's go Birds.